The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Han Jr. And I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable, channel 1519 in Los Angeles, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station K. KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign of the roof of the temple of Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cali for 99 years, and our prayer tall, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir under the direction of choir director Emilia Hahn will start off today's Valentine's telecast with a toe-tapping song titled The Love of the Lord. Our Lord and Savior proved His love for all mankind when He gave His life on the cross of Calvary. Through the shedding of His blood, we now have the promise of eternal life. 
Let the love of the Lord lift you up from the depths of despair and carry you to the glory land, flowing with milk and honey. Please follow along and sing with the choir as you see the words appear on your screen. Church band under the direction of yours truly will play the song In My Heart, There Rings a Melody. Anyone can sing a song when the sun's shining bright and only good things are happening. But it's the Lord who puts a melody of love in our heart when the storms of life surround us. He causes us to sing a song of hope and peace to lift us up and comfort our hearts. We thank the Lord that He's only a prayer away.
Our soloist today is Sherlyn Abing, who will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the beautiful song, Love Found a Way. Let the love of the Lord find a way to your heart in your daily walk with God. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ came from the heart of God. He is God's Valentine to us.
The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled, I Know That He Still Cares. Our Lord is near and dear to our hearts in time of trouble. He is the guiding light that shines the way to our salvation, full and free. He is worthy of our praise and all glory and honor goes to Him for what He has done, doing, and going to do.
And now we have a guitar solo by trusty associate Bass Edmonds Broad Sr., who will play a rendition of Through It All. Isn't it a comfort to know that Jesus will be there during our times of sorrow and hardships? 
If we stand still and trust in God's promises, He will not leave nor forsake us. Our men crusaders can attest to how the Lord is ever present in their lives. Listen as they sing this wonderful song titled, Pass Me Not. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful song to Associate Pastor Seth Makana and Mrs. Ronald Asano Sr. May the Lord continue to pour out bountiful blessings upon you, both in this life and that to come. Have a fantastic Sunday. me not, O gentle Savior, hear my humble cry, while on others thou art calling. Do not pass me Do not pass.
me by do not pass me by greetings in the sweet name of Jesus I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time station and locations in the continental United States for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable Channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTV, TATV, channel 15.3, and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning a schedule of gospel services here in the home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, Gospel services are held on Wednesday evenings only at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanero Sr. in Kanakai Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Kaloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal S. Sparrow in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Sparrow in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mininao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program to Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. We all need comfort, strength, guidance, wisdom, and solutions to the many and unending problems we encounter in our daily lives. What better way to address our human perplexities than by seeking and turning to Jesus, our Lord and Savior, to fulfill those needs? I thank you for joining us in today's telecast. I sincerely pray the Lord will touch your hearts 
and the sermon I have ready for this telecast and entitled, Real Love Leads You to Love Others, will be that important step in the right direction which you seek. Have you ever felt sorry for yourself because someone else received more Valentines than you did? Or have you ever felt sorry for someone who just received one Valentine? Valentine's Day is a special day to us because it is especially wonderful to be loved and have people tell us so. Yes, love is displayed when one gives or receives a Valentine. But there is something more wonderful than receiving a Valentine from a friend. It is to know that the heart of God, Jesus Christ himself, is loving and large enough to take us all in and no one needs to be left out. Jesus came from the heart of God. He is God's Valentine to us. This is important because if ever we do not receive even one Valentine, we shouldn't mind because we know that Jesus loves us. We know he loves people regardless of race, creed, or color. God looks at the heart and not the outward appearance. There was a time when his disciples were afraid and Jesus had to reassure them. Let us read John 14, 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus knew that he was about to go forth to die. But instead of asking for help and comfort, he spent these last hours comforting his disciples. After he had talked with them, he prayed with them. And then, after they had sung a hymn together, he went apart to the Garden of Gethsemane, from which he was taken by the soldiers and crucified. The greatest thing that Jesus did to show his love was to die for us, that our sins could be forgiven. We deserve to be punished because our hearts are sinful. But Jesus made it possible for our hearts to become clean. He took our sins upon himself when he died on the cross. It was only through the shedding of his blood that there could be remission of sins from that moment forward. Most Valentines are heart-shaped. There are over 750 verses in the Bible that mention the heart. From these, we discover that one's heart means one's whole self. And thus we say, I love you with all my heart. The heart thinks, feels, loves, and acts. Viewers, did you know that your heart is you? When God says in the Bible, give me your heart, he is saying, give me yourself. Your heart is like a house. It has a door. And Jesus wants you to open that door and let him enter in. As you read in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Our Lord Jesus pictures himself at the end of the church age as outside the church, though not outside the church, of course. Even so, he is still willing to be gracious to all who are willing to let him into their hearts. This gracious invitation is for everyone who will hear his voice. Here, where he gives his final invitation, the time he calls today is just about over. Therefore, 
The day of your salvation has arrived. If you will but hear his voice and open the door of your heart to accept him as Savior, Master, and Lord. We are a miracle of God's creation. Think of your heart. This rugged organ consists of four chambers, four valve pumps, which handles 5,000 gallons of blood a day, an amount that nearly fills a railroad tank car. The heart supplies the blood essential to the body's circulatory system, which consists of 12,000 miles of vessels. And in the course of a lifetime, the heart beats two and one half billion times. Though your body is a marvel of God's handiwork, it is your life which is far more wonderful than the body's physical functions. Yes, we are each a masterpiece of creation, a spiritual and physical being made to share His glory and reign over the earth if we so choose. It's true. Each one of us is a special creation of God. Believe it or not, no one else is just like you. Your physical appearance, your voice, and personality traits, your good habits, intelligence, personal tastes, and your innocent childlike spirit together make you one of a kind. Even your fingerprints distinguish you from every other human being on earth, past, present, or future. You are not the product of some assembly line. You are unique. But the most important facet of your identity is that God created you in his own image. He made you so you could share in his creation, loving, laughing, and knowing him on a person-to-person -person basis. You are special indeed. Reread Psalms 139, 13-17. For thou hast possessed my reins, Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lower parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written which in continuance were fashioned, when as I yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! Our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. When we are born again, if we reject the Lord and his salvation, then our names are blotted out, and there is no salvation for us. Read in Hebrews 9:27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. In other words, after that, there is no salvation, only judgment. It is the heart that rules the world, and it is governed by love. For faith worketh by love. The likes and dislikes of mankind rule the world. We read in Proverbs 4:23, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The importance of the heart is stressed throughout the word of God. It is from the heart that the mouth speaketh. The child of God is able to keep his heart with total diligence because within him the Holy Spirit lives. Read in 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20. What? Knowing not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body 
and in your spirit, which are God's. The price is the precious blood of the Lord, Jesus Christ. How many of us realize how important it is to obtain a clean heart when we remember that we cannot enter heaven without it? Morality will keep us out of jail, but it will take holiness to keep us out of hell. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It always remains true that the poor in spirit, rather than the proud, are blessed. And those who mourn because of their sins, who are meek in the consciousness of them, and who hunger and thirst after righteousness, can be sure they will be satisfied. The merciful and blessed, the pure in heart, do see God. The wicked shall come to know Jesus as an offended judge. Let's take, for example, the rich man and Lazarus. We read in the book of Luke, the 16th chapter, verses 22 to 24. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. Abraham's bosom meaning paradise. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Thus we see that hell is separated from paradise by an impassable gulf, as we read in the 26th verse. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. The word hell is a translation of another word which speaks of a place where rebels against God are chained until the day of judgment arrives. This place is the deep, an abyss, a bottomless pit, a place of judgment. The Lord Jesus Christ has the keys, and finally they will be cast into the lake of fire, the second death. The Lord warned men of the certainty of hell, and he himself provided the means of escape from the horrible destiny when he assumed man's sins and punishment upon the cross of Calvary. Please note from this story that hell is an actual place of torment, wherein the rebels will still be able to think and feel there throughout eternity. Saints and viewers in today's TV audience, I hope and pray that you have a clean heart because it is the only thing which is presently keeping you out of hell. Just imagine anyone not saved is only one heartbeat from hell. If one persists in his sins and is never born again of water and of the Spirit, and then should he die in his sin, the very moment his heart stops beating, his soul will be in hell. Thus, we now find the rich man making a plea to the father, asking him to send Lazarus to his father's house. Reading verses 20 to 31, For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded though one rose from the dead. Yes, Jesus who rose from the dead, who went about doing good, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and healing all who were oppressed of the devil was still rejected and crucified by the people. 
no matter how moral righteous we may be. Romans 23 tells us, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, no, not one. The heart is desperately wicked, and every imagination of the thought of the heart is evil continually. Read in Mark 7, 21-23, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, deceivousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. The Lord Jesus presents in logical order the three forms in which sin appears. One, in human nature, out of the heart. Two, in the human mind, evil thoughts. And three, in human action, adulteries, fornications, murders, and so forth. Today, we are living in a generation where a person with brains is considered more important than a person with a good heart. This is one of the reasons the world is confused and upside down. We read in Romans 10, 9 through 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Over 2,000 years ago, there lived a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who had a heart of gold and was a ruler of the Jews. He was among the best of men in his community at that time. He was truly a religious man. He had attained great heights in the study of religion and lived a strict, devout life. In fact, he was a member of the select group called the Sanhedrin, which was virtually a religious supreme court. However, he realized being religious was not good enough to enter into the kingdom of God. He needed to be born again. There are many men like Nicodemus today. They live good, clean lives. They serve well in civic life. They are honest in business. They are good to their families. They even go to church and contribute to worthy causes. But let me tell you, that is not enough. You can't rest your hope of entering heaven upon your own goodness or works. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, and the Lord spoke to Nicodemus like he is speaking to us right now about the new birth. Let us read John 3, 2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Just as we can picture Nicodemus coming to Jesus, we should also see a similar picture which would include the entire human race coming to Jesus. Nicodemus came by night because anyone caught consorting with Jesus was cast out of the synagogue. Therefore, here's Nicodemus, the religious leader who slipped out of under the cover of darkness to Jesus. Under his long robe, there was a heart which was hungry for something better than what he had. Sure, Nicodemus was not satisfied with the rites and ceremonies in which he participated. Jesus told Nicodemus, you have religion, position, and power, but unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. A man in this world may see the great sights of it, but if he has never been born again, he will never see the kingdom of God. Reading John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. What kingdom was Jesus talking about? There is a mineral kingdom where one finds all manner of stones and jewels, but God's kingdom outshines even that. There is a vegetable kingdom where one finds exotic trees, plants, and flowers, but God's kingdom will be filled with beauty beyond that. Then there is the animal kingdom as well. However, Jesus had the following to say to Nicodemus, as we read in John 3, 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in the seventh verse, Marvel not that I said unto thee, he must be born again. 
to be born of water, to be baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ. To be born of the Spirit means to speak in an unknown tongue or language, which is the Bible's way of proving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, Nicodemus had never heard anything like this before. When Jesus used the word born, Nicodemus could think of nothing but a physical birth. Thus, he questioned, how can these things be? I am an old man. Can I go back into my mother's womb the second time and be born? With all his religious background, we can see that Nicodemus didn't understand the spiritual truths. The second birth is a spiritual birth. As you read in John 3, 8, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. In other words, the work of the Holy Spirit in saving men is like the wind. It is from heaven, though it cannot be seen. And its power and work can never be fully understood. It can be heard. It is very powerful. And finally, it gives life. And it was the breath of life which made man a living soul. Thus, we are informed that baptism is essential to salvation. Without proper baptism, it will be impossible to enter into the kingdom of God. The most essential element of water baptism is that it be consummated in the name of Jesus Christ. According to Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Without his name, all water baptism is null and void. When one who is born can be unborn. I was born of my father and mother, and I always be their child. And since I am born of water and of the Spirit, I'll always be a child of God. Acts 4.12 declares, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There is no name in this world that is comparable to the name of Jesus. Yes, viewers, all you have to do is repent and receive Jesus as your Savior. You are only one heartbeat from hell if you are still in your sins and have not been born again. Whether it seems logical to you or not, your eternal destiny depends on your acceptance or rejection of the Son of God. As you read in the book of 1 John, the 5th chapter and the 12th verse, he that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Only one heartbeat from hell. Do not rest your laurels in the false security of your own morality or your own good works or even your church membership. The salvation of your soul is of the utmost urgency. It is later than you think. We need God's help. As you read in the book of Titus, the third chapter, verses 4 to 5, But after that, the kindness and love 
of God, our Savior, toward men appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, there is no time to lose. Don't lay aside this precious salvation until you have first realized your need of eternal forgiveness through Jesus. And then having looked by faith unto him, who said in John the 6th chapter and 37th verse, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Today, you can be one heartbeat from heaven instead of one heartbeat from hell. Therefore, examine your heart. Once upon a time, there lived a man in a house that was shaped like a heart. One evening, while he was sitting on the back porch, a dirty tramp came up to him and asked if he could sleep in a corner of one of the rooms. The owner of the house said, You may stay tonight, but you must leave in the morning. The tramp agreed to do this. When the man asked the tramp for his name, he was told that it was Mr. Jealousy. When morning came, the tramp refused to leave and asked to stay another night. Mr. Jesse kept on staying at the man's house. One night, Mr. Jesse brought home some friends. Mr. Selfishness, Mr. Hate, Mr. Meanness, and Mr. Sin. The owner of the house grew tired of his guests and friends and told them they had to leave. They said, we will not leave. The owner of the house found the answer in the Bible. God's word said that if he would let Jesus come into his heart house, God's son would make the other men leave, for they cannot live with Jesus. The man prayed and committed the bad-spirited hobos into the hands of Jesus. Jesus did come into the man's heart house and all the tramps left. Jesus brought his good friends with him, Mr. Love, joy, peace, goodness, and faith. Until our next telecast, is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of his hands. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review the telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The church band will conclude today's telecast with an uplifting number entitled, Love Found a Way.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.